Hello, this is the World Economic News by Coldwater Economics for Wednesday the 22nd of July. It's been another quiet day for global economic data, so once again the bulletin will be short. It's unusual to have falling unemployment rates to report, so I'm going to start by mentioning Taiwan's June unemployment rate, which fell 11 basis points to 3.96%. This was the first monthly fall in the rate since January, though it's still up from 3.73% this time last year. Still, the number employed rose 15k, the number unemployed fell 13k, and the number inactive also fell 2k. If there's any shadow over this result, it's in the fact that the jobs in goods-producing industries fell 30k on the month, but this was offset by a rise of 30k in the service sector and also at 10k in the agricultural sector. As we've seen in the data from Taiwan's industrial production, from its exports and export orders, Taiwan's manufacturing resilience is centred on and pretty much confined to its electronics and infocom sector. At the Eurozone level, data arrives only very slowly. We've previously talked in some detail about the extraordinary deterioration in UK and US fiscal balances during the second quarter, and there's a similar story in Japan, where the second quarter's fiscal deficit is almost three and a half times bigger than the second quarter last year. Well, we don't yet have the Eurozone data for the second quarter, and in fact today, only today, we have the data for the general government balance for the Eurozone as a whole for the first quarter. And it showed the first quarter fiscal deficit expanding um, 1.5 percentage points to 2.2% of GDP, which was the largest deficit since the second quarter of 2015. Partly that's a result of Eurozone GDP shrinking 3.1% quarter on quarter in nominal terms. So revenues gathered fell only 26 billion quarter on quarter but this hit the revenue to GDP number by 0.6 percentage point, raising it to 47%. Spending rose only 16 billion quarter on quarter, negligible really, but this pushed up spending to GDP ratio by 2.1 percentage points to 49.2. Obviously, things will be very much worse in the second quarter. In fact, let's be honest, the deficit in the first quarter will eventually be discovered to be much bigger than what was reported today, since although we learned that Germany had a deficit of 0.2% of GDP, and France had a deficit of 4.8% of GDP, neither Italy nor Spain reported numbers into this survey, and they surely will be amongst the largest deficit spenders in the first quarter and second quarter. Still, on the numbers as they now are, it seems that the initial onset of coronavirus resulted in a rise in private sector savings surplus for the Eurozone. That's the underlying cash flow between the private sector and the financial system. On the numbers for the current account and fiscal position that we have, we can put that surplus at 3.9% of GDP in the first quarter, up from 3.3% in fourth quarter, which pushes the 12-month private sector savings surplus to 3.44%. When Italy and Spain's fiscal deficits are published and raise the total fiscal deficit from the 2.1% announced today, this will result in a higher estimate for the private sector savings surplus 
a higher estimate of cash flow indicators in the Eurozone. Well, that's all for today. Thank you for listening. And if you got something out of it, and I hope you did, please help spread the word about the bulletin, perhaps by recommending it to your colleagues. If you'd like to know more about cold water economics, please feel free to contact me, Michael Taylor, on mjtcoldwater at fastmail.com.